I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Kayla McKinnon. She didn't even have to look at her paper. My name is Jordan Ferguson. <laughs> not this time. She finally got it. Finally. Well, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Let's not go, get too hasty there. 134 episodes, but she's finally, <laughs> finally, getting in, finally getting in the swing of this. If you would like to check out any of our previous episodes to see what we're all about before listening to this one, you can do so if you go to soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod. That's where the show hangs. <laughs> Hang. Hangs. Just hanging. Just chilling. Like you do in your mom's basement. <laughs> Shots to the listeners already. Jesus Christ. Oh, maybe they're going to see their mom. Maybe, maybe they're, they're a good child. Maybe they're going to see their moms. Yeah. Maybe we should go see our moms. Uh, feels. <laughs> Um, we hang out there. If you hit follow while you're hanging out there with us, you'll get a notification through SoundCloud every time a new episode goes up. But maybe you don't want to do that. No, maybe you don't want to have to go back. You just want to sit. Maybe you're like, I'm spending quality time with my mom in the basement. Yeah. We're playing Mario Kart. I don't have time to go get your podcast. Can't you bring it to me? We can, friends. And we do. On the back of a magical unicorn pegasus named Philip. Through our proxy, our power of attorney. Our doctor for most things. Socialized healthcare is not everything you think it is, international listeners. <laughs> this name's Chauncey, Frostilicus the Third. The Geek Down Internet Elf. He brings you those episodes and smacks them directly into your ear hole. But like nicely in a nice way. Every week, you don't have to do anything. If you would like to celebrate the wonder that is Chauncey or anything else we do week in and week out, there are a few ways you can do that. If there's a social, throwing Geek Down Pod, we're probably there. Yeah. Twitter is probably the one we spend the most time on. But we've also got an Instagram. There's a Facebook that we're not going to go over because we're trying to get away from that because it's the old mall of social media. Blech. And we do have a Gmail account, geekdownpod at gmail.com. Send an email. Remember those days? Yeah. Remember when you first got an email account? It was so exciting. How exciting it was. Uh, now what do you get? Old Navy promo and Quora digests. It's true. <laughs> literally all you get. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. And Pinterest. Pinterest just wants me to be on pinterest all the time pinning things i just i've told them many a time i'm not now pinterest like i've actually had to use email for like things recently so like yeah. for the first time in maybe a decade like wow just the top like you know the first like 10 messages or whatever show up in the app yeah they've actually been from people they're actually like conversations what that i've had with people what i know right what is going on it's madness i feel like now it's I got so, things. I'm hustling, y'all. I, I got stuff going on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to just try to say that like emails retro and going so retro or or it's cool now, you know? Vintage. <laughs> you, you hipsters like vintage. Why don't you start emailing again? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the most hipstery thing ever? Fuck, I gotta see if I can find it. Probably not. Showed up in like my Instagram uh targeted ads one day. It's basically like, you may have even sent me, I don't know where I found this thing in the first place, but it was basically like, it was a typewriter with like cloud sync. Amazing. So like it didn't have a monitor. It didn't have like the Wi-Fi worked in as much as you would, you could sync your drafts right. to a cloud drive of mm -hmm. your choice. And that was it. And then they put out another one that was basically, it's like a full, it's like a traveler version. Right. So kind of like folds and it has like a little like 
like a real fucking tiny like e-ink screen like you're like a like a kindle or something yeah and same thing like no no the internet connect the wi-fi connection works in as much as it will sync to your dropbox or your google drive or whatever amazing what a, what a fucking throwback <laughs> good old days literally making hipstery type typewriters it's like half the reason i like watching murder she wrote is because you have to see her like white out like a line and like type over it good times what's the other half of the reason you love murder she wrote because it's murder she wrote and is amazing all its parts and pieces combined there you go yeah if you'd like to help finance kate's dream job of just recapping murder she wrote episodes it really is you've a couple ways for you to do that as well you can go to patreon.com slash geekdownpod Find out you can support this endeavor on a monthly basis, or if that's too much commitment, listen, we understand. We get it. There are a lot of subscriptions out there. Yeah, and you got to budget your money. You got your Netflix, you got your Crunchyroll. The shadow of that Disney thing is just looming over you, and you're going to want to watch The Mandalorian at some point. Yeah, you How are. much is that going to cost? How much do you have to set aside for that? Listen, we understand, but you still love us. Yeah. We want to accept your love. We want to give you a way to express your love. ko fi.com slash geekdownpod, three bucks. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. $1, $2, $3. That's it. That's it. And we appreciate it so much. We appreciate every dollar this endeavor nets us. I think, I think we'll probably get that through microphone before the year's out. That's exciting. I don't want to drop that on all of you. But that means maybe starting the next year of this podcast, once we get through the holidays and stuff, because let's face it, we're not trying to rope anybody in. No. And right now. No. Guests may happen. That's exciting. It is exciting. And means we'll make a reappearance to the library. <laughs> we don't know which library yet. Might be our local library. Don't know which library or whoever the guest is. Hey, do you mind having a couple of idiots come to your house and set up in your kitchen for an hour? We're a good time. We bring snacks. I think so. We will bring snacks. Listen, listen. Oh, it's been down his cup, everyone. So it's the second episode we're recording consecutively, which means oh, we really don't have any like topics to talk about. We're just going on the. I have here. got some topics. Oh my God, she's got topics. But before we get my into topics, my pen is hitting my notebook. <laughs> we still, it's technically still the day after my birthday. So Kate brought a bunch of snacks in today. I was like, "Ooh, birthday!" And also, Woo. we don't want to be like starving by the time we leave to go get ramen tonight. One of the things she brought, which I think I had always like looked down my nose at, because it's always next to. Oh. The actual Cheetos. Right. It's like, what are these weird yellow things? I'm not fucking... No, these aren't Cheetos. You can call them Cheetos. Sure, that's fine. But they're, they're not Cheetos. They're they're not Cheetos. They're Chester's Corn Twists. Chester's Corn Twists. Kate rolled in today with a, <laughs> with a grip of Chester's Corn Twists and was like, they're the candy floss of snacks. I'm like, isn't candy floss the candy floss of snacks? And she smacked me in my mouth and said, no. <laughs> Eat this. (laughs) Opened the bag and shoved a fistful of them into my mouth. And they just melt in salty goodness. It's amazing. And I can eat them. And and they have no dairy, so Kate can eat them. So when you're wondering why it sounds like we're just sucking our teeth repeatedly through this episode, it's because the mics pick us up trying to work dissolved corn twists out of our teeth. Good times. Please tell no one how we live. (laughs) Um... But I do, like I said, I've got some things to talk about. Some news items. Well, before we do any of that, this episode is dropping the day before Halloween. Yes. It's a spooky episode. (laughs) Day before Halloween. I saw something on the internet that maybe the parents out there. Yeah. I'm not going to say it applies to the adults. Right. Because I'm going to rescind this, rescind these suggestions for the adults. Okay. Only apply to children, I feel like. Right. 
I saw a question posited on Twitter that someone chose to answer. I thought maybe this was information that would be useful to some of the listeners out there, specifically the parents. And the question was, can my child, my white child, Mm -hmm. dress up like Black Panther for Halloween? Oh, my gosh. Number one, shouts to your oversensitivity, white parents. Mm -hmm. Secondly, just a reminder, Black Panther came out in February Yep. to really highlight how endlessly long this fucking year has been. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, when the news of the day has you beaten down and feeling like you're under a tractor tire, Black Panther came out in February. 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 Short answer, yes. Of course. White people, your white child can dress up like Black Panther. Absolutely. However. There is there is like a, a large asterisk. There's a huge asterisk on this. In whatever misguided quest for authenticity you think you're following, uh-huh. do not put anything resembling darkening makeup oh my God. on your child. Please don't. He's got a mask, but his eyes are clearly white under it. Don't put some brown makeup around his eyes. It's okay. Don't. Maybe he wants to be T'Challa in the Black Panther costume, but without the mask. No black face. Nope. No Afro wig. Nope. No nothing. Nope. Suit fine. Everything else? Nope. Gone. And I'm even going to go as far as to say, because I don't trust you white. I don't trust you white people. I don't trust you. <laughs> you whiteies. <laughs> these, you're, you're, you're sneaky. These rules only apply to children. If you're a white adult wondering if you can be a Black Panther for Halloween, I'm saying nah. You're saying nah? I'm saying nah. All right. Yeah, that's you, fine. You're going to fuck it up. Um, And there's also like a thousand, literally a thousand there are other. A million things you could be. Superheroes. You could be a sexy garbage man. You could be. Oh, someone told me that they went as a sexy something and it was actually like so ridiculous that I thought it was might have been like a sexy mushroom or something. Like it was so stupid. They actually thought it was funny. Um, You could do, you could sexy up anything you want. How many fucking Bowsette and Booettes am I going to see this Halloween? Probably a bunch. That's fine. Because the Nintendo mob is out of hand. <laughs> Have they gone crazy? When they fucking go in on something, they are ridiculous. First of all, Nintendo's for babies. I don't know if I've ever been on record for this. <laughs> you have several times. <laughs> At least once a year. Nintendo is for fucking babies. If you are a grown person and you are excited about playing a Mario game, I got nothing for you, man. Yeah, maybe they don't want to be friends I with you really anyways. Got, good. We are in agreement. The most I ever irritated a person was when they were playing uh, Mario Odyssey on the Switch. Yeah. And I had them try to explain to me the reasoning, the rationale behind anything that was happening in the game. Right. Why, why are you doing that? Why are you going over there? There's a coin over there. Why do you need a coin? Because you collect them? Do you spend them on anything? No. Why do you need it? Shut up. <laughs> Talking to a grown man about Super Mario Odyssey in 2018. It's for babies. But when you, all your adult Nintendo fans get going... Like when somebody drew that Bowsette thing because I don't know some another Mario game for the Switch is going to have a crown that turns, you know, toad into a princess or something. It's like, yeah. oh, what if Bowser wore the crown? He becomes Bowsette. Yeah, he looks like a sexy dominatrix, but he's really Bowser. And I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> That's like the, all of the internet <laughs> is. The, I have the weirdest boner right <laughs> the, now. The internet is that picture of Donald Glover saying he has the weirdest boner right now. Um, no, I saw I saw a meme that was like. 
I don't know what the original thing from The Simpsons was, but mm-hmm. it's like Sim- Smithers with his face in his hands. And it's like me opening my timeline today. And it's like <laughs> Bowsette grinding up on his front and Booette grinding up on his back. And Smithers just with his face in his hands, just like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Um, can we talk about what I'm going to be for Halloween? Because we know you don't like it and you're not going to be fun and be anything for Halloween. But I am. <laughs> But what's fun? Like, what are you doing something for Halloween? Like, does that mean this is the weekend before you're here? We're going for dinner. Like, yeah, there's no other weekends after this. I mean, is this just you dressing up to go to work or? Well, yes, to go to work. And I will probably go to something like on the weekend, Friday night or Saturday night. Um, Or and uh, we'll going to hand out candy to kids. So what? Will you be rattle off some of your previous Okay, I've been Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. I have been uh, a super cool Jedi. Um, I've been rogue. I've been a, a super cool mad scientist. Um, I've been a steampunk mad hatter. I've been. Um, I was a demon one year, which was really cool. That I had like horns and stuff. That was awesome. Uh, and that red ink on my skin or red makeup did not came off on like everything it was fantastic um god I've, i don't know there's been a whole bunch i don't go very often go like as a particular person mm. um like sort of the cosplay kind of vein um but i have a couple times specifically carmen san diego is probably the best one um but rogue was pretty cool too and what are we doing this year this year um because of I'm one of those people, I know you can be anything you want to be for Halloween, but I really wanted to fit something that was my, I'm going to say girth in this case. Girth is unfair. <laughs> well, my, my size girthy. and shape, my size and shape, but we have a theme at the office, which is I've, I've, I decided we've, we've had, we have this merger where all these people have now moved in the same office mm. um, and they're all ladies and I decide we're all going to be superheroes. So I found superheroes for everyone. Like, you should be this person. You should be this person. I couldn't figure it out for myself. And I was talking about this. You gave Carol to someone else? Um, no. I mean, I said someone could be Carol uh, Danvers, but uh, really I'm saving that for maybe next year. Mm. Um, but this year I was like, I need something that's not too, too difficult um, and not too, too expensive. I'm going. Do you want to guess or do you want me to tell you? Just tell me. I'm going to Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I was so excited. I was talking to senior correspondent in the car about this, and I was trying to like, we always do some sort of like, um, when I went as Carmen San Diego, he went as Where's Waldo, um, and we usually do some sort of when I went as a demon, he went as a demon. I went as a Jedi, he went as Jedi. Like we do some sort of like not coupley, like not peanut butter and jam, like nothing like that. <laughs> but we do try and like match our costumes. Um, so I'm going a squirrel girl. He's going as Wolverine <laughs> to highlight that very awkward scene. And I can't remember which, which comic that, uh, let us all know that they at one point had a relationship. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. I'm so excited. you gonna be doing a lot of explaining on Halloween. What? So many people will know. Who- well, no, cause they had that new TV show. So all the kids are going to know exactly who I am. <laughs> all the kids. All the kids. Now the parents, they may be like, what are you, some kind of squirrel girl? And I'll be like, I am. I am squirrel girl. See? Things going to work out great. 
So excited. I hope you're excited. So, Not you. I'm talking to the audience. I hope you're talking about the listeners. You're never excited. Never about anything. Listen, let's just get into this since I forgot to get into the last episode. You can go on our Twitter and you might have to dig back a bit at this point. But I did mention on the day of my actual birth that every year, (laughs) Caitlin McKinnon... A waits till the last minute. Although she fucked up this year I and did got, the day, <laughs> got the day wrong. I was so freaked out that he would have like taken it off of Facebook and that I was gonna forget. <laughs> and I didn't realize what day it was. I thought it was a day later that I was like, All right, I got this, I'm gonna send it. I know exactly when I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna spend this much time doing it. All right, here we go, and I sent it, and then he's like Hey, like, moron. <laughs> I called you a goof. I didn't call you a moron. <laughs> you screwed it up. <laughs> I said, you fucked up, you goof. It's, it's tomorrow. Um, and I believe the the late in the day thing started where you just, I don't know if you deliberately did or you, I think, or just. I think I had meant to all day, but like, I my phone didn't have batteries and I wasn't near a computer. And then finally, when I got home, I'm like, I've got five minutes. <laughs> And I don't know if I had already thrown a fit on you or like... I, no, you, you hadn't. Said, you were like, after I sent it to her, you were I, you were like, if you hadn't like, messed me, I, I would have murdered you. I was you. going to throw a fucking fit. Um, so now she deliberately waits until the last minute. And <laughs> I don't know when you started with the items that look like me. That was like here. Like it's it was been a, a long ass yeah. time ago. I was at my apartment in the East End the first time you did it, I think. Yeah. So that was at least six, seven years ago. Um yeah, Caitlin scours the internet for things that look like me. If you want to know what the shorthand for that is, it's just things that look grumpy. Uh, there have been kettles. There have been uh, like basketball, baseball mitts. I don't even remember tra- half, train, half the things. Train, uh, there was, there was yes. a year I did all babies, all grumpy babies. Uh, um, and this year her theme was backpacks and luggage. Yeah, old bag. <laughs> So that was her theme this year, and uh, the first time I've ever shown people yeah. <laughs> what she does. <laughs> she had captions this year, which I greatly enjoyed. My yes. favorite was, look, it, was, <laughs> it looked like a screaming backpack. She was like, this captures the angry side of Jordan. Look, he's about to say something mean. Let's watch the other person cry. Uh, uh, you do have a talent for making people sad. <laughs> Uh, as I said once, sometimes words come out of your mouth and make people sad. You have a thing with words, words and then coming out of your mouth, mouth and making people sad. Yeah. Because I'm apparently never excited. No. About anything. But you were excited about that? I was excited about that. To, and to show people? <laughs> Keep it up, Chuckles, or I'll, <laughs> I'll post all the nice shit you said in there, too. Oh, but that's not as much fun. <laughs> um, Jerk. You say you have news. I do. Oh, my God. What's, I, do what, I ever. Jesus Christ. What's it's, happening in no, the world, Caitlin? No, it is Caitlin? actually the greatest news of all time. <laughs> of all time. You don't understand. Once I tell you, you're going to go, actually, Caitlin, yes, you are correct. <laughs> so we all know how much I love the 1980s musical Cats. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a Cats throwback. Um, we've been to this before. We actually talked about it for several weeks. <laughs> it came up. <laughs> okay, we did a we did a thorough plot breakdown because I was unfamiliar <laughs> that the dark side of Jupiter played a role in the musical Cats. Uh, okay, and Caitlin was unaware so, it's based on a T.S. Eliot poem. I yeah, I was unaware, and now I'm so excited. Anyways, how did so. I forget to Wikipedia this in the aftermath of that conversation? <laughs> anyway, hit me, hit me with the cats eat. So 
They're making a movie. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> Beyond the fact that they are making a movie, <laughs> it has an all-star cast. Don't. Don't. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> I'm not. So it's got... Preemptively telling you telling you you're lying for every name you're about to mention. <laughs> I don't even know who it is. It can make perfect sense. Okay, but I'm going to go through it. Like I it stars get Neil this. Patrick Harris. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> I want to I wanna go through all of this because it is not... It's... It's so important. <clears throat> so, Jennifer Hudson is going to be in this. Okay. James Corden is going to be in this. Also tracks. Taylor Swift is going to be in this. Really? Ian McKellen is going to be in this. Oh, no. And finally, Idris Don't Elba. You, fu- <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> Is he playing Mr. Rum Tum Tugger? They haven't said yet, but I think he probably is. There's no one else he could. There's no one else. He has to. Why would you cast him in any other role? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I... <laughs> Everything I've ever wanted. Uh, Do we just have to end the show now? Like, is that it? <laughs> have we reached peak geek down? Uh, uh, <laughs> is Idris Elba starring in the film adaptation of Cats? The moment we have to end the show? Uh, no, because we need to we need know. To chart the chart the progression when it drops. When we see <laughs> the movie version of Cats, uh, it'll be the it'll be the the last time either of us go to the oh movies. <laughs> Oh. Movies will be over. They'll just oh. shut the theater shut when it's down. over. Oh. We hope you enjoyed Coliseum Etobicoke. Oh <laughs> we are now closing it. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, so, so apparently, I I think this is correct. It's supposed to hit. It's supposed to hit theaters on December twentieth of this year. <laughs> apparently. No, next year. It, well, twenty nine. It must. It must be. It must be. But they didn't. For some reason, they didn't add the the dates in there. But yeah, I just there's just so much you know, right I, now. I had a woman on an online dating app recently tell me she was going to start listening to this podcast, and I hope this is the <laughs> episode she starts with. Oh. Oh my god. So no. we have a year. We have a year of podcast left. Not that. Anything could possibly top that, but was there anything else on your list of news? Um, the Shira cartoon looks good. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, yeah, like where do we go? There's nowhere to go from here, Kate. Uh, I want to wrap the show now. <laughs> like, that's, that's it. <laughs> I got nothing else for you this week, friends. Uh, oh nothing God. else. Uh, I just, I just, I can't. Um, um, <laughs> just, oh, 
Oh, jeez. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jordan just doesn't know. Updates. Updates. It'd be a shorter episode this week, friends, because like we said, it's it's dual recording day. It's the police coming. Arrest us. <laughs> For having too much fun. <laughs> All the noise we're making. Parkdale. <sighs> I saw some guy uh, dancing as I was crossing the street today. Oh, do you have a hat on? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's 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 an institution. Who's that guy? I don't remember his name. I've heard his name, uh, but he's harmless. Oh yeah, no, I know. He was do- like, yeah, he's just a lot of dancing was going he on. Just really loves to dance. Mm-hmm. Sidebar: I didn't get to bring this up. You know, talking about Parkdale and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to bring this up last week, but when I went for uh, dim sum with with Leah the Brazilian. Like she got a view, and you will get a view of it tonight too. Of like marginally flush Jordan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you. Oh, where it's we like, talked about it. Where it's like. Oh my gosh! Dollar, dollar bills. What's dollar. that? You want that gyoza? Bam! We're getting that gyoza. Wow. You want you want an extra drink? Bam! We'll get. You want dessert? Bam! We'll get dessert. <gasps> Amazing. We <laughs> was like, why? Why are you so loose with your money? I was like, because I usually am if I have it. Like, right. everyone thinks I'm so stingy and I hate doing things. I was like, Lee, I bought a homeless dude a coffee on my way down here today. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Do my part for my fellow man, only because I happened to hear him through my headphones. Right. Because <laughs> he was giving his like... And you kind of made eye contact because most of the time you just look down. Not even made eye contact, but I just kind of heard in the like, corner of my ear, like, Goffy brother, double-double. Uh, made my order and went, hey, can I get a second double-double? I brought it out for him and he barely said thank you and I went, cool. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's just, yeah, not got a lot to be thankful for right now. And then I had the idea that it would be a great to be a great short story and like if i had like then got on the tra- got on the streetcar and as i drove by it looked at him and saw him like throwing the hot coffee at someone else he <laughs> 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 got in a fight with another hobo and threw <laughs> and threw the <laughs> through the steaming hot coffee in someone else's face parkdale <laughs> parkdale also sidebar speaking of tim hortons the belgian waffle breakfast sandwich looks vile i can't dispute that but you ate it, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. And? You know what else is vile? What? Trying to eat it on a streetcar with one hand. <laughs> There's no coming back from that. No. Everybody on the streetcar has made, you know, Ju- formed their judgments about you in that moment. You. It's like, look at this fat fuck. They don't know it's my birthday. They don't know I'm wilding <laughs> out because it's my birthday. They just see me shoveling sausage, egg, cheese, and two waffles into my face at the same time i do have to say though the waffles are better than pancakes for like a sandwich yes, for anything not for anything let's not go crazy french toast pancake waffle is gonna be the fucking apple dispute again oh no french toast for sure all right we're absolutely safe. french we're toast safe. okay right. give that one. Ooh, that was close one i don't know if we could have taken two big debates within a month span <laughs> And then having to explain to Leah, the Brazilian, what the deal with apples was. Because <laughs> we're in Chinatown, right? We're walking by all these markets. And I yeah. saw these giant apples and I stopped. And yeah. I was like, what, what apples are those? And I looked. Just like, I don't understand. What is Canada and apples? Like, <laughs> Brazil, apple is apple. You just have apple. <laughs> um, so, yes, updates. I, I talked about the, the ridiculousness that is the season of Fargo. Something that's not ridiculous that did come back. Because I've mentioned previously that like just a bunch of shit's had like next installments have come out. Oh yeah. Like, the yeah, new yeah. trade of monstrous is out. Haven't read that. Yeah. Um, 
My Brother's Husband came out. Uh, the, the third volume of Tokyo Terraraba Girls. Actually, they all came up in the library for me. Guess who's not going to the library anymore because of bed bugs? That's this kid right here. You think the library gave you bed bugs? Apparently, it, especially in Hamilton, but also in Toronto, they have a big bed bug problem. I don't know if this is rumor or someone's just, it's actually legit, but I'm not taking the chance. Damn, libraries. Right? I mean, again, if you know that it's just rumor and it's ridiculous and I can go back to my library, I would <laughs> like that very much. She's a actual grandmother. She needs the library. I can't be spending money on books. Got money for books. The library would be free 99. <laughs> I've never heard that before. What? <laughs> You've never heard free 99 <laughs> before? No, but oh I God. love it. Um, yeah, something that's not uh, terrible and has come back as well is uh, Crime Town, which is yeah. a podcast that we talked about forever ago. Forever. Um, that I gave to Caitlin and she greatly liked and I greatly liked from uh, what the hell's his name? Something Zach Stewart Pontier and Mark Smerling, I think their names were. Wow. A couple of documentarians. I could um, not have remembered that. I just remember guy who sounds really young and guy who sounds normal. <laughs> um, first season based around uh, the mayor of Providence, Rhode Island. Yep. A guy named Buddy Cianci, who <laughs> basically was a DA who tried gangsters. Yep. Became mayor. Mm-hmm. Basically became a gangster himself. Yep. Uh, went to jail for putting out cigarettes on a dude <laughs> and assaulting him. Amazing. He thought he was sleeping with his wife. Went to jail. Got out of jail. Got reelected. <laughs> Woo! Um, welcome to Rhode Island. Welcome to Rhode Island. You know the only other place that's probably more interesting than Rhode Island? Hmm? A Detroit. Ooh. And that is where we are for season two of Crime Town. <gasps> Man, they upped the ante there. They really did. And as someone who is from that area, more or less, I mean, in as much as like narrative of the area was like detroit even though yeah. we technically we were canadian and we lived in a small town directly across the river like there are shared experiences there because we were absorbing all the same media um and you know we're familiar with the character so this is going to go this started pre coleman coleman guy named coleman young which is the first mayor i remember of detroit growing up i think he got elected in 74 or something like that he was the uh, first black mayor of detroit right and he was basically elected on the strength of his resistance to this uh, police task force. I think after there, there were riots in Detroit. I don't remember right. when. 67 maybe. Um, and the police response to that was basically to start this task force called Stress, which I don't remember what that stood for. But it basically had to do with like walking sting operations. Like huh. white cops right. would go wandering in neighborhoods basically trying to get mugged. Lovely. And oftentimes would. Um, and then one cop in specifically who uh, had an itchy trigger finger and was killing a bunch of unarmed black people. Wow. Um, and now he was basically brought down by uh, this woman who worked in the crime lab. She was the first black woman who worked in the crime lab mm-hmm. type of thing. <laughs> she, just the voices of these people, right? Just like takes me back to that. That area time, and just the yeah. way they talk. Everybody sounds like Common's dad. Like if you, ever, <laughs> if, you, if you ever listen to Common albums, he always closes with his dad giving a monologue, and they all just they all. Just, I'm not going to do an impression of it because that's racist. But they all sound like they all sound like Common's dad, and they're all these like you know Detroit players. And we just got into the drug trade, and it's ultimately going to end. And this is what I'm most excited about. Um, 
with Kwame, Kwame Kilpatrick. Right. <laughs> Even I know Kate, Kwame Kilpatrick. Kate knows the name. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna end with Kwame, who they do talk to at one point when they gave the uh, the preview for the season. That's amazing. It basically ends with the sound of like you have a collect call from a inmate of a federal <laughs> correctional facility. <laughs> it's, it's Kwame. Um, so yeah, it's only on Spotify right now. I don't know if that's available for free listeners or not. Like, right. I mean, I the first one was. They weren't on Spotify. Oh, they were. They're being oh. like produced by Spotify oh, now. It's like okay. a co-production of Gimlet Media and Spotify, right. uh, and also the theme song. Oh, right, Gimlet Media. I remember that. Yes, and also the theme song is uh, "Politicians in My Eyes" by amazing uh, black punk band Death. Fantastic. So, Basically, there's just a bunch of things to like about hey, Crime Town. Listen to Crime Town. Is it the only the only thing not to hit like about Crime Town is the episodes are too fucking short. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like half an hour long, and you're like, no. And I you desire more so much time. Like I got upset the last time because I was in the re- part of like a really good episode and I had to get off the train, <laughs> which meant I had to, I had to turn off crime town and I was like halfway through. I was like, no. So yeah, if you like first season of crime town, you'll like this season of crime town. It is, is as meticulously researched. It is. They talk to all the people mm-hmm. If they can't talk to them. They have archival material. Um, listening to the first like heroin or heron. Yeah. That's how they pronounce it. Oh, fun. Um, listen to the first Heron Kingpin of Detroit in archival footage of like a, showing a news crew his house. He like bought a house out in Southfield, which was like a huge, like the, the rich white suburb. Right. Um, as this news crew, news reporter tries to nudge him about what his business is. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't tell you what my business is and you'll know my business. And I can't have my business out there like that. It's <laughs> like, you are, everyone knows you're a drug dealer. Um, and just... So, like, they talked to his second, and I don't remember his, his last name, but this guy named Eddie was, like, the the drug kingpin of Detroit at the time. And his second, or his lieutenant, his partner, whatever, was, uh, was like, his childhood friend. And they talked to not only the childhood friend who's still alive and has done, done his time and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They talked to their kids. Right. So it's basic. So they're talking to this, you know, the junior. I think it's Courtney, Courtney something, Courtney Brown maybe. Uh, so they're talking to like Courtney Brown Junior. And it's like, until my dad went to jail, I didn't know black people were poor. Oh my god! He's like, I did. I didn't know. Like, right. And the best line is like, it's like you know, getting ready to go to summer camp or whatever. You go to you go to the store to buy clothes. Before we used to go to you know wherever the fancy stores. Now we have to go to like Montgomery Ward. And I was just horrified. These clothes my mother was buying me. You can hear, you know, off mic. Yeah. What kind of clothes was she buying? You just hear him go, basically, what you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, for the record, I was wearing jeans and a sweatshirt. <laughs> Courtney was in a three-piece pinstripe suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great show. Still a great show. If you are if you didn't know it was back, it's back. Get back on that. Crime Town. Crime Town. That's not the theme song. all right well that was pretty good for not having any news that's relevant really what are you talking about okay all right i mean it is relevant but it's old oldish the only relevant news yes really the only relevant news i'm so excited oh my god well i guess we'll just take a break right here and yeah wait for more news on cats the musical (laughs) film to come it's really all there is to do. I guess while we wait for it, we'll do an- another half of the episode where we talk about the things we brought each other. It's kind of lackluster now. Uh, I guess. But there's some drama in there. Here, be. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. I want to go get some ramen, so let's wrap through this as fast as possible. Talk at double speed. <laughs> double speed. Yeah, we're just going to actually do that thing that your podcast player can do where it plays at double the speed? Yeah, it's like a punk band like we just listened to. It's rock music, just, you know, all the tempo is sped up. We, I'm just showing, playing some some death for Caitlin, and now, now we both just want to go fast. Really fast. We want to talk about the fast things, so we're going to talk about the things we brought each other. And we want noodles. Because we want noodles. We want noodles so bad. So bad. Before we get noodles, we have to talk about rules. There are three. The first one being the rule of three, which is that you will watch, read, listen to three whole parts, whether it comes in episodes or chapters or segments, except if that doesn't matter. Half applicable this week. Only half. Kind of half applicable because the one thing was a movie and the other thing only had three episodes. Yeah. So there you go. Because it just started. Well, there you go. So an old thing and a new thing. Second rule. Hashtag save it for the pod. Don't talk about the thing. That you we've given each other, even though you might really want to. She's sitting right here. She's been here for hours. I yep. have no idea if she watched it. Yeah. No idea she if she found it or what she thought of it. Nothing. I have nope. no idea. I've gotten really good at it now. It's a poker <laughs> face. I can play bridge like nobody's business. God fucking bridge. Third rule. Not so much a rule, but a policy. It is that there will be spoilers. Really kind of a who cares proposition this week. Yeah. But some of y'all, some. we know some of y'all, uh, they're like, I don't want to know. And I can't even listen to the second half of the show because that's how averse I am to spoilers. That is your prerogative. Then please dismiss yourself and watch your bottom on your way out. Caitlin cordially invites you to who, get the fuck out. To get the fuck out. But with like rainbows and stuff. <laughs> yes, with rainbows and stuff. Uh, we like to alternate, so we're going to start with the thing that I brought Caitlin. Halloweeny. Again, keeping it spooky. Ooh, the, the, light, <laughs> the light just went out by accident. And I know it happened uh, because that plug is really loose and like a stiff breeze will knock the connection loose, but... There we go. That was awesome. <laughs> um, so, interesting road to the thing I brought Caitlin this week where uh, one of my coworkers brought this up and asked if i was watching this and gave right. a real vague description of like what happens in the first like five <laughs> minutes of it right and i was like that sounds interesting you should look into that at some point and then i think it also is like produced by a game company which does okay. another game i play like i sometimes i run hot and cold with it but there's like a hearthstone-esque card game right like ccg game called uh what the fuck is it even called Shadowverse, I think. Oh yeah, that's it. I remember because um, we, I, I was into Hearthstone for a while. Um, and Shadowverse is made by a company called Side Games. And I think Side Games is producing this because mm-hmm. you know promos and shit and crossovers will come up. And there was a thing that said like, "Ooh, event for this thing." I was like, "What's that thing?" Didn't know it was the same thing. And then I saw a random tweet that said, "Why did none of y'all tell me that this thing was so good?" Right. I was like, "Okay, fine, I'll check it out." My opinion on the critical faculties of anime fans, notwithstanding, yeah, it's a topic for another day. Okay, <laughs> y'all great on curves. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> y'all really great on curves and the stuff you think is awesome. You're you're, you're giving C minuses. You're giving C pluses, A minuses. <laughs> That's basically basically my take there. So I don't think this is so good. It did make me laugh a couple times. <laughs> It's doing real interesting things. It's very anime, but not super capital A anime, I don't think. Right. But I was just interested in what Caitlin's take could be. Mm-hmm. And it's Halloween, and this is a Halloween-y type show. Yep. So whatever. And y'all love when we talk about the new anime. Yep. So let's get into the new anime. This is Zombie Land Saga. Not Zombie Land. No. Not that movie. No. Woody Harrelson. 
and Lex Luthor or Zuckerberg Slusha. or whatever his name is. What the hell's his name? Jesse Jesse Eisenberg. That's it. That's his name. Not that movie. This is an anime television series produced by Side Games in collaboration with Avex Pictures. Avex is a very like large entertainment conglomerate, like record label. Okay. In Japan. And animated by Studio Mappa. Studio Mappa we love and have not loved over the years. They did Ooh. Beer on Ice, which we loved, and yeah. they did Banana Fish, which we were like eh. But I mean, ultimately, the studio just means whether or not the animation itself is any good, not necessarily if the story is any good. Yeah. So, uh, this started airing on October 4th, 2018. A scant, like three weeks ago. Yeah. Only three episodes out. So I even new. had time to watch the third episode. Ridiculous. Yet. I've seen it. I watched it. Well, that's, it's your job. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, made time. In the year 2008, High school girl Sakura Minamoto is abruptly killed in a traffic accident. This is the events that my coworker described to me. Yes. Like apparently there's some show where like a really, it's a real like, you know, cutesy girl who wants to be an idol and she walks, she skips out of her driveway and gets hit by a truck and then it turns into death metal. Literally, it's like a minute and you're like, wait, what? Ten years later, Sakura, along with six, quote, legendary girls from various eras of Japan's history, are brought back as zombies by a man named Kotaro Tetsumi, who seeks to save Saga Prefecture by putting together an all-zombie idol group known as Fran Chuchu. Fran Chuchu. Which is, that must, that must happen in episode three, because I don't think they had that name yet. Fran Chuchu. When I last saw it. So yes, uh, basically some weird dude mm-hmm. dug up a bunch of, <laughs> for reasons, does yep. it matter? No. Nope. It actually comes up that it doesn't matter. He says it. He says it frequently and aggressively. It does not matter. He has basically formed a zombie supergroup to, as we've said before, in the era of like local idols. Yep. Every town had one. Mm -hmm. Idols were the mascots before mascots. Yep. Every town had an idol group. He's bringing that back by taking uh, Showa, Heisei, you know, the different eras of a Japanese pop culture. He's bringing them all back. We're going to form an idol supergroup. They're going to bring, I don't know, the tourism industry. I don't know what his I, goal I is. I but don't, we, no one knows. Wants people to appreciate Saga Prefecture again, which yes. is in the south. It's southern. It is southern. It's on um, the west coast. So that's basically what we're doing here. Initially in the first episode, uh, what the fuck was her name? Sotako? Satomi? Sakura. Sakura. I thought that's what it was. So like and the go-to like, Japanese mm-hmm. names. I couldn't even remember it. Yeah. Yes. Sakura is the only one with any like consciousness. Yeah. The other ones are like legit zombies. Yeah. Um, and then they all sort of awaken except for one who, <laughs> surprised to no one, is clearly the star of the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the moment where I was like, fuck it, I'm giving it to Kate was when they have all woken up and he is giving one of his rousing speeches and it cuts to the five of them sitting there confused and Tay, the one who's still a zombie, is chewing on her own hair. Yep. Like just a full mouthful <laughs> of her hair. She's like gnawing on it. I was like, yep. Yeah. That's the... That's it. That's the moment. That's what I'm going with. Kate, yep. the show is stupid as fuck. Oh, yeah, it is. Delight, But delightfully stupid, I thought. Did you find it delightfully stupid? I also found it delightfully stupid. The only thing I don't like about the show is him and him yelling all the time and them being like, why are you yelling? And one, one point, one of them is like, you're freaking her out. Stop. Like, go away. Like, the show is fine without him. Mm-hmm. You could just... And he's like violently the, yelling the, at the people. The squid he keeps in his pockets. Yes. Though I like that they all like squid. <laughs> For some reason, dried squid is... Don't give dried squid to dogs. Um, Apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, the dog is a weird thing. The yeah. weird component. But um, Yeah. Uh, 
there was one moment that was weird and even they call it out like in the show where he says um after she received some stimulus she woke up and she was like what kind of stimulus and he just like totally he's like forget about that and just like brushes over it i almost appreciate that just the show is like fine with that like yeah. You'd be sitting there going like, no, but seriously, how are there zombies? And he's like, it doesn't matter. matter. You're zombies now. He's like, haven't That's- you seen a zombie movie? And she's like, yes, but how am I a zombie? It's like, oh, don't be ridiculous. It's not important. I mean, that part I enjoy, but I just don't. He's just really mean. He's and, abrasive. Yeah. yeah. And yelling at people and he doesn't seem to have a plan. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I love that she dies within like the first minute of the film that was great and just totally gets hit by her uh because you think at the very beginning like maybe she'll befriend a zombie because she's so happy mm. and this is my first day of high school and everything's gonna be different now and then immediately gets hit by a truck uh that's really the way to start an anime it was very like madoka kind mm. of like this is not what i thought it was going to be um the the zombies are great he, they have special makeup for them when they're... Oh, this show's going to be a cosplay machine come convention season. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to see more zombie stuff. Like, in the second episode, there two of them are trying to get away, and Sakura, like, pulls one of them so hard her arms fall <laughs> off. Like, I want to see more weird stuff like that. I don't actually really care about the idol thing. I think he keeps on mentioning that, like, that's how they're going to live. Um, that's how they're living. And I guess it's good to have a goal. Um, but it is a little weird. Uh, I do love the courtesan. And how she's always like talking about like really grown up things and like vaguely mentioning basically all the men she slept with. Like, I really like that part. Let's see if I can get a list of the characters here. Cause they, they should be mentioned. Um, so yes, the producer is, uh, Kotaro. Sakura is our protagonist. In the idol group, they are all uh, just numbered. Yes. So uh, Saki is Zombie 2. She was a delinquent girl in former biker gang from Kyushu um, who still wants to take over the world. Oh, yeah. Which is why she's part of the idol, wants to be part of the idol group. Reluctantly decided that this is the the best way to go about it. Yep. Uh, Ai Mizuno, who is Zombie 3. She was the lead performer of the 2008 idol group Iron Frill, who Sakura previously idolized in life. Yep. Uh, Juko Kono is Zombie 4, soft-spoken idol from the Showa period, which is in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yugiri, Zombie 5, is the courtesan who lived between the Bakumatsu and the Meiji Restoration Eras in the 19th century. So good. Uh, Lily Hoshikawa is Zombie 6, a seemingly happy and prodigious child actress and the youngest member of the group. And Tai Yamada, Zombie 0, the only legendary girl with no other title and the only zombie who does not regain her human consciousness. Oh, she's officially, she's the one who names the group French Ushu from her sneezing. She does. I did not know oh, that. Oh, see, that, that was a fun bit. And the, they were kind of going <laughs> How did things. that go about? Well, initially, um, so they are picking a leader because um, Lily's like, we need to have a leader. So basically, I'm not going to remember any of the names, just FYI. Um, I never remember anyone's <laughs> name. Do you ever? I know. Uh, biker. Gang yes, girl. girl. Um, she's like, I'm going to be the leader, but mm. basically puts all the leader duties on to Sakura. Mm. She's like, we need to figure out a name. She's like, you figure out a name. <laughs> um, and Sakura is trying to think of something cute. And she's like, you know, first Lily does Lily magic girl lilies. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and there's a couple of others. And then um, uh, Sakura says framboise, which of course is 
it's like strawberry and French. And then they're like, no, it in kanji, it like, it looks smelly. One of them says, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. Um, and they're like, not that. And then, um, real zombie girl is like sucking on a marker <laughs> and like sneezes. <laughs> and like, Sakura's like, don't do that. Like, it's bad for you. And two of the other girls are like, but she's dead. So doesn't she's really always trying to like keep her from doing, like yeah. treating her like a, like a wayward toddler. Yeah. Um, so then she sneezes twice and it's, it's from from chu like chu chu so from shu shu from shu shu. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, and they're like, "Oh, it's so cute. I like it." And everyone agrees. And yeah. So I mean, it's hard to judge this show because there are only three episodes out. We have yes. nothing else to to judge it by. Yeah. Um, but I haven't cared about anime enough to want to watch it mm-hmm. past the three episodes in a long ass time. And I, I feel like this one might do it. I like all the character. Like the characters have a lot of personality, and yeah. it becomes more and more like in the third episode. The manager's not really in it that much. Mm. Um, uh, they're more having a relationship and sort of figuring out who they are and what they're doing and why they're doing this. The two girl, one of the girls who was a who was just a, a singer on her own, mm. and then the one who was in an idol group. Um, they kind of in the third episode come around kind of to help them out, but you don't really know where they stand still. Um, so I think the character development between the the girls is going to be interesting. I'd still like to know who gave him the authority to dig corpses up and turn them into zombies. Um, but I guess it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so it's good. It's fun. It's stupid as all hell. Um, but it's a good watch. Like it's a fun watch. I thought so as well. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a solid seven. Solid seven. Can't yeah. ever ask for anything more than that. Yeah. There you go. That's on your crunchy rolls. Like I said, third episode just dropped. It'll be airing. I don't know. They're probably doing 13 at least. So I'll take you through take you through the new year mm-hmm. for your seasonal autumnal anime viewings. Lovely. Lovely. Now into what I gave Jordan. Mm. So because it's Halloween and what is a more halloween <laughs> than vampires i gave jordan which i actually thought he might have watched because it was definitely one of those we always talk about peach tree movies like it's definitely one of those ones that's been on late night showcase peach tree i'm sure um other channels the thing wasn't if i'd seen it i i said the truth which is like i've never seen it from beginning to end because it is one of those peach tree movies it's a movie that like you're like, is something else on? I f- <laughs> it's like the second hour. Yeah, You're I like- fell into it like in the last third. Like right. I've seen the last third of this movie probably 20 times, but right. never like the whole thing okay. on together. Which is, it's important to see <laughs> all of it. Um, I've seen this movie, this movie many times. Um, what I was, fun, fun fact about this movie, um, because I wasn't sort of around, like I n- didn't watch it when it came out, right? Mm. I found out from a friend who's a little bit older than I am that when they decided who was going to be cast... Oh, it was. Oh, it people flipped. It was a thing. Talk about fandoms. Um, (laughs) So the movie is uh, Interview with the Vampire. um, And there we go. And uh, when they decided to cast um, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. More so the latter. Brad Pitt? No, Tom Cruise. The latter would be the same. Yep. No, I knew that. Tom Cruise. um, People went nuts. Like they were so unhappy. People had feelings oh man and about and i would say and rice that was one of the first fandoms 
for sure, for sure. It was one of the first big, like they had balls. Um, they had, you know, tons of different groups. They, um, when the internet initially came out, like it was one of the first groups to have like chat rooms and message boards and well i mean she walked it back but she was leading the charge at the time she was like they didn't ask me like he's not who i would have picked i liked this person like she liked the fucking singer of bauhaus or something like (laughs) he wasn't tall enough he wasn't skinny enough i think rugger hauer was like who she was like advocating for however and even like when you read the books these are not what the characters look like but he does a really good job. I'm sorry. I know we're going to talk about it in a bit, but I think he does a really good job. Wow. Wow. Um, so, Interview with the Vampire. Um, the movie came out in 1993. No, 1994. Um, basically, it is the story of uh, this man named Louis who uh, loses. He lives in... I better get that Wikipedia. It's like late 1700s. Oh, I just okay. watched it this morning. I'm sure I can fill it in. Okay. Late 1700s. Something like that. Lives in Louisiana. Pre-Civil War. He Pre-Civil run, War. runs a plantation. Um, he um, runs a plantation, very wealthy, but he's lost his son and his wife. Yes. Um, he basically is trying to kill himself, but not kill himself. Doesn't like, want to live anymore. Doesn't want to live. He's not enjoying life. And um, and this vampire Lestat... Um, drinks his blood, sort of leaves him for dead, offers him the chance to become a vampire and sort of reclaim a new life, which Louis takes. I'm going to give you the choice I, I never had. Um, so he does. He got uh, Lestat de Lioncourt, uh <laughs> turns Louis into a vampire, and Louis hates it. Lestat has this relish for blood and for hunting humans, and Louis finds this is appalling. Um and they go through this, like, basically for years and years and years, Lestat is trying to get Louis to, like, basically come over to the dark side. And Louis's like, no, 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 no. And then... Just bang already. It, there's a lot of... And then we'll get into oh, it. Oh, so much. So good. Um, it was definitely the awakening for a lot of women. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, eventually, Louis is starving because he's just been feeding himself off of rats. And he comes upon a little girl during the... Uh, out- break of plague um in louisiana who's lost her mother and he feeds off of her he's devastated he thinks he's killed her runs away lestat takes this little girl turns her into a vampire and kind of makes a family makes louis come into the fold to sort of take care of this little girl yes because basically he's like well you killed her i'm bringing her back you're really a horrible person you can't leave now yeah so they go through centuries, not centuries, they go through... Enough. Whatever. <laughs> not so, what's the one I'm thinking of? Decades. Mm. Decades and decades as this like family. And eventually this little girl, uh, Claudia, is... She's aging mentally, but not physically. Yes. She's upset and horrified and angry about what Lestat has done. And kind of... Like, Badgers convinces Louis to... She kills Lestat and basically gets Louis to help her get rid of the body. Yep. They go off to Europe, realize Lestat has come back for them, think they've killed him a second time. They get on the boat, go to Europe, find other vampires, and then Claudia's murdered and Louis's devastated and then he wanders the world. 
and he's telling his story. That's the conceit. Yes. That's why it's the interview with the vampire. He's telling a story. He's talking to Christian Slater. Yes, who is this guy who just who likes to get stories from people from around America. Glossed over. Oh, it's kind <laughs> of important. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of different themes in this. Um, a lot of a lot of homoeroticism. So much. Um, and especially because, as I had an argument with a friend once. The vampires in Anne Rice's books cannot have sex. Why not? Because their penises don't work that way anymore. Womp womp. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Uh, Jordan, what'd you think? So even though I had seen this, the parts of this movie a billion times, yeah, um, I thought it'd be more fun to just have the discussion in general because, like, like most mm-hmm. who came of age as a reader during a certain era, yeah, I tried my hand. And Ms. Rice. Right. Got through three of them, I think. Oh, really? Through the first three. So, Interview with the Vampire. Vampire Lestat. The Vampire Lestat and Queen, Queen of, of the Damned. Damned. Queen of the Damned, only one I liked. Only one I remember liking. Oh, really? Um, other two, just like, read like fucking history books and, so- and tie back into the actual <laughs> first line I have in my notes. Yeah. Which I'm sure watching Brad Pitt as Louis bemoan his lot in life for like the 40th time. <sighs> what a hunk of joyless crap Anne Rice is. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, A, you have to remember she wrote the book after her daughter had died. I did not know that when I wrote this note. I read that (laughs) after the fact and I'm a little more forgiving, but... And everyone, I think even Anne Rice agrees that Louis the worst. (laughs) No one likes Louis. I've never met anyone who likes Louis. And which is why I'm pretty sure, this is my going theory, that she switches it up to Lestat. That's why she pivoted. Also, further gap between the first two books than I realized. Yeah. It's like a solid like seven years between Mm -hmm. the first two books. So, um... So yeah, that's I'm so sure that's why she did it because she's like, ugh, Louis the worst. I don't want to write as him anymore. Um, but yeah, it was a really like the book is basically her processing her daughter's death. But even still, like even because my first first girlfriend, I probably read him for her because she was like, right. oh Lestat, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm all about David. It was like that. Which one was David? Uh, oh, like a million books later. <laughs> David was the human. Okay. My favorite book is um, the, bo- the Tale of the Body Thief, mm-hmm. which comes right after, I think, Queen of the Dam. Oh, I skimmed over this. He's a human, right? He's a little stats friend, runs the Telemasco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so, anyways, I just Because I, I fell in an Anne Rice wiki because I was like, <laughs> man, I always dug Cayman. Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> uh, Cayman, who was like the noble. Yeah. Ancient Egyptian vampire. Good times. <laughs> what was what was in the uh, wiki for that? Yeah, he's mad powerful, but she never did anything with him. No. Not yet. Hey, she's just come up with blood <laughs> like, conical. He like, shows up, throws a witch at Akasha, and <laughs> uh, goes back on his merry way. Um, you can't short sell her contributions to like the vampire mythos. Oh, like, absolutely not. Like... I I didn't I tried to go back and look to see like was she the first one to do pretty vampires but like mm-hmm. she very possibly was I don't know if she was the first mm-hmm. to do the homoeroticism thing or the pretty vampires but before that it was probably you know like Dracula was the best you got right like right and there was some homoeroticism in Dracula ghoulish Nosferatu types like you right. know pretty aristocratic vampires no I don't believe that was really a thing and her world building I think is like sixty to seventy percent solid yeah for most of the time. But I think, A, she loves her characters too much sometimes. Right. So much so she doesn't realize how absurd they are. 
And she's also, I think she takes herself way too seriously. Possibly. Um, I think people maybe take when when I was reading when, when I was well definitely, but when I was reading her back in the day, yeah, like I remember just finding interview and Lestat to be a fucking slog to get through. <laughs> and then Akasha actually had a plot and forward momentum. And I was like, right. okay, things are moving now. Yeah. The whole bit about him being a rock star was fucking stupid, but <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, also yeah, the weaves in this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> Some solid, solid, <laughs> solid hairpiece action here. It's interesting to watch. I'd be curious I'd love to hand this movie to like a 20 something girl who was really into Twilight when she was in high school. Right. And see what, what think. she thinks of it. Right. Um, because it's basically the mold she's working in as far as whether, she, whether, whether Meyer knew her, knew it or not at the time. Oh, she knew it. Maybe she, I don't know. I don't trust her to be as good a writer and not to actually like work in a tradition like that. Aside right. from like, I oh, the vampires are pretty looky sparkles. Um, <laughs> But the things Rice was doing with, like, you know, debunking the, like, you know, crucifixes are bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, the sun's the only thing that can kill us, really. Mm-hmm. Um, don't kill your own kind. Like, that sort of thing. Like, her, the world building on that end, she added a lot to this. She laid foundations that a lot of people have built upon since. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a stretch where she found Jesus for a minute and, like. Yeah. I have one of those books. I have like, not read it. And was like, I'm not I doing. Find. Really? Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not doing vampires anymore. I found God. And then she did a werewolf book and then she came back to vampires. And then she wrote some God stuff and she's like, you know what I like more than God? Money. Woo. <laughs> so do we all. This is a judgment-free zone, Hamrice. Get paid. <laughs> um, but this as a movie, like, is some weird pacing in the first, like, 20 minutes. Oh, it's great. Please, real fast. So you, you really, this is like a real. Like, I love this movie. This is a this, real one for so you. So this huh? movie got me into reading Anne Rice. Because oh, I watched, I saw this movie probably on Showcase when I was real young. So I'm talking like ten. So then I started reading Anne Rice at ten. Nope. What? Nope. What do you mean? Nope. Someone should have took those from you. <laughs> yeah, I know someone should have, Mom. Um, so I read like I just whipped through them. Um, my mom had a bunch of them and then I got a bunch from the library and just absolutely like read a ton of them. Um, so this for me is like super important as far as like my fandom comes from. Mm. Um, and it was a way I connected with, uh, like my, the first, the tribe I found in high school, right? <laughs> it's, we had all loved Anne Rice and I was like, oh my God, I found others See, I don't know and they're the, not old ladies. <laughs> I don't know if this movie would really like push anybody to read the books. Louis a fucking bore. What are you talking about? Lestat okay, is, no- Lestat is, re- Cruz is really leaning into the brattiest elements of Lestat. I love it. Um, there were no other vampire things going on. I guess. I mean, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. right? Well, so. It's that, 94 you said this game? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Buffy film, yeah. Would it no, come no, no. Out? I mean, like when I was reading it, right, right. right? Like Buffy was on TV, which I loved. And then there was Anne, this Anne Rice vampire thing. And I was like, well, where do I get more vampires from? Mm-hmm. Right? There was nothing. There was no other media except for books. And that was like the in, right? So I think there's a whole generation of people my age who definitely got into reading Anne Rice because of the, the movie. And then I went through a Brad Pitt phase and it was weird. And now I look at him and I'm like, really, Caitlin? <laughs> yeah, and Caitlin, you're so weird. It was like literally a week and that was it. <laughs> and then I was over it. Um. <laughs> 
random fact when I was looking for when I fell into a wiki hole this afternoon, or maybe I was just like looking for a place to watch it. Um, definitely one of the results that Google kicked back was like Brad Pitt admits he was miserable <laughs> making <laughs> making an interview with the vampire was a miserable experience. Surprise! Um, <laughs> some interview he gave. He was talking to Entertainment Weekly, I think, around the time Moneyball came out, and it was like, "You look miserable in Entertainment of the, <laughs> or Interview with the Vampire." He's like, "I was." <laughs> I had to wear that terrible wig, that terrible makeup. <laughs> I didn't see the sun for <laughs> four fucking months. But hey, I he like lives in New Orleans now. He's like, yeah. but it made me love New Orleans. So there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, as a viewing experience, I give it like two scores. I give it like a six as a movie. Yeah, but like a seven and a half as like an ironic trash enjoyment. Like it, that hurts. I'm sorry. Trying to hurt you. I don't think it's a very good. I don't think it's a very good movie as a movie. Wait, it's so. But it stirs up a lot of the like you know because I re- I read the books before the movie came out, so right. it's like oh I remember reading the books. Oh remember that sucked. Where <laughs> 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 you tried to read Vampire Lestat when you were like you know twenty one and you're just like oh my god, oh, god. Uh, you know what? The worst. Shut up. I do have to say there are some really terrible parts of the movie. Mostly Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Why is he in that movie? It doesn't even, not even close to what the character looks like. And I mean, he's supposed to be like, you know, the thing that could tear Louis away from taking care of Claudia. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. absolutely. So much. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, you're our, our asexual homoeroticism (laughs) cannot tear me away from this 40 something 40 brained uh 12 year old oh uh. lord what a time in the 90s <laughs> so it's speaking of the vampire chronicles um the tv show's coming apparently yes yeah. hulu is where think that's so, going yeah. to live so speaking of things with that. a million fucking characters that who's gonna <laughs> jesus christ uh that'd be a fun bible to make <laughs> Keep an eye out for that when it drops, and hopefully they figure out a way to make Louie less of a fucking bore. Or they just go with it. God, he, there's no point in the movie where he's not the worst. He's the worst. Oh, uh, I don't want to kill Hugh. I want to die. No, but not really. But I'm just miserable and sad the whole time. But I don't want to kill humans. Uh, no, but humans are so delicious. <laughs> I cannot be loved because I'm a vampire. Lestat, now. you're terrible. Let's kill Lestat. Oh, I feel bad about killing the Lestat. Lestat. <laughs> Just feel bad about everything. Vampires are dope. Oh my god, I failed again. <laughs> <laughs> Child learned nothing from the two hours I've been talking to him. Uh, Lord. Shouts to tape decks and cars, by the way. Seriously. <laughs> Remembers that. Good time. Shouts to Christian Slater. <laughs> It's showing up in things. Christian Slater showed up in a uh, Star Trek movie, and I was like, "Did he? Yeah, he was. He was um, uh, Sulu's like what? Basically, um, secretary. Like I can't remember what they call it, but XO or whatever. Mm. And he just like he brought him his tea. He's an archer. He he shows up in things. And he's yeah, he's Mister Robot. Um, did you ever see Gleaming the Cube? No. Oh my god, you want to talk is. about bad movies? I'm going to give you deliberately. Oh no. My god. Caitlin needs Gleaming the Cube in her life. But do I? That's, a, that's a, a Friends, question for another episode. You, you, know, you know, Summer Watcherama, get ready for no, August Watcherama, get ready for November Crapathon. <laughs> 
I think we should. This is definitely something we okay, should do. Okay, there you go. You heard it here first. Oh, Organic man. bits developing on the fly. It's going to be fucking Bloodsport. <laughs> it's going to be fucking Gleaming the Cue. It's going to be all the terrible 80s movies I remember watching as a kid with Mr. Malash in his parents' basement. Oh my God. You are going to hate me so much and after I, this. I immediately regret this decision. But... <laughs> That's what we're doing. And we're going to get some... Fuck, we'll get started on that next week because it's going to be November. Yeah. But for this week, we're going to go get some fucking noodles. It's going to be excellent. You hungry? Awesome. I am starving. Well, let's fucking I don't go. even want to talk anymore. I just want to put noodles in my mouth. These these mouths are not made for talking anymore. <laughs> it's for fucking putting noodles into our fat fucking faces. You know, we're going to barely talk on the on the bus. We're just like not going to talk to each other until we have some noodles in our no, face. No, I'm going to be looking at pictures of noodles <laughs> until we- <laughs> <laughs> Until we get there. Then we're going to get there and it's going to be a line room. we smelling noodles. We're going to be getting mad looking yeah. at each other. It's like, mm. like, who are all these hipsters? Where'd they come from? We got fucking blocked to you. Blew, blew up the spot and now everybody's yeah. here. I mean, it's how we found it, but. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go do that. Friends, thank you so much for listening to us as we do every week. You can get at us on the socials that we mentioned at the top. They're all there at GeekdownPod, whatever. Just Google us. Google us. You will find where we live. Thank you for listening as you do every week. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And we will have you listen to us next week. Also, happy Halloween. Just psychologically, I hate jazz so much. So much. Um, did, the, the, did Herbie Hancock brush your boob at a concert? <laughs> like what? The more like dissonant, the worse mm. it gets. I don't know. I'm not talking like Ornette Coleman, like where it's just like, hey, everybody, let's hop on stage and not tell anybody what we're going to play. And maybe no. music will happen. Like, But even that, like what you were playing, I was not feeling it. Oh, my God. It's the opposite of feeling it. Which I don't know what that is, but it was me. You looked up opposite of feeling it online. There'd be a picture of me just making that face. <laughs> <laughs> Start the fucking <laughs>